Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, showcasing and encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. Um, full disclosure, in this episode, I was lucky enough to film outside. However, there were some birds and rain that wanted to take part in the interview as well. So, enjoy the ambiance. My name is Parlin. I'm 19. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a lesbian. At first, when I was young, I thought it was straight. But when I was 11, that all changed. When I was 11, my friends and I started thinking about our sexuality, which got me thinking a lot about my sexuality. As I thought more about it, I came out as bi to some friends. When I was 13, I had a boyfriend, which lasted for three months. But I broke up with him because he was afraid to kiss, and whenever I would go and hold his hand, I felt like he was thinking, oh yeah, we're supposed to do this. But I was... But I still kept thinking, do I like boys, or do I like girls, or do I like both? When I was 14, I asked my friend out via text on her way home from the fall retreat that my youth group goes on. I got rejected and my friend told her mom and our youth group leaders. A week later on Sunday, my Sunday school teacher had me stay back at the end of Sunday school. And she said, I heard that you asked out and got rejected. I said, yeah. She said, I'm sorry to hear that you got rejected. Are you bi? I said, yes. She said, have you told your mommy yet? I said, no, and I'm not ready. Then she said, you have to tell your mommy that you're bi. And I said, okay. After that, she said, do you want me to be there when you tell your mommy that you're bi? And I said, no. After church that day, I told my mom that I was bi. And she said, do you know what that means? I said, it means you want to date both boys and girls. And she said, no, it means you want to have sex with both boys and girls. I said, okay, then I'm bi-romantic. And she said, you know, you don't have to use labels. And I said, I know, but I want to. And she said, okay, cool. When I was 15, I had a girlfriend for two weeks and we had one date because she broke up with me on our first date. After that, I kept thinking and thinking and thinking, what do I like? Who do I like? What gender do I like? When I was 17, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I kept going on in my head over and over about the subject. Then on June 20th, 2017, as I kept thinking and thinking, I finally realized I like girls, not guys. I like girls. That night, I came out as lesbian to one of my friends. Then I came out to a lot of my friends and family, and they were all accepting. But when I told my parents, they said, We accept you, but we don't think you should settle down on a label. 
We think you should expand your horizons and should keep exploring your possibilities. In the future, if this is what you, you end up being, then we will accept you. Since last year, my dad has been totally accepting and my mom and I don't talk about it very much, but I know she accepts me. Hi, my name is Patrick Craig and I'm 16 years old and I'm a gay trans man. For many queer trans men like me, being trans is a harder part of their identity, but for me, it was the complete opposite. I was 12 years old when I first realized that I had gender dysphoria, but I knew that something about me was different long before that. I had gender neutral toys growing up, mostly Legos and DS games and wore androgynous clothing. I had friends of both genders and it never really mattered until I started going through female puberty. There was more pressure from everyone around me to act like a woman, and I didn't feel comfortable with some of the changes my body started to go through. This led me to become very depressed. I would hurt myself, lash out at others, and become my school's weird kid. This was during seventh grade. The summer going to eighth grade, I was switching schools, and I wanted to feel more like myself there. I was questioning a lot of things about myself, and after some careful consideration, I decided to tell people that I was a lesbian. I knew I wasn't happy with that label, but it was the only way that I could express my masculine traits without feeling isolated. Prior to my transition, I was constantly harassed by my mas for my masculinity by family, friends, and sometimes complete strangers. In November 2015, I got my first short haircut. It was ugly as all hell, but it was a starting point. Although, around this time, I had also started improperly binding my chest with ace bandages and going by the name Aaron online, which I later changed my middle name too. At first, I thought I was butch, then agender, then genderqueer. Genderqueer wasn't the best word, but it was the word that most clearly described my feelings at the time. I came out to my closest friends, and they all abandoned me. I felt completely lost. On top of this, I was in a toxic relationship with an older woman at the time, and she was both emotionally and sexually abusive towards me. She texted and called me constantly, belittled me for my gender identity, misgendered me frequently, and hurt me in other ways that I'm not completely comfortable talking about. However, she was the only person to ever call me Aaron as a first name. Besides the trauma I've, con I've connected to that time, I still love the name. Nowadays, I'm comfortable with people using it, but I'm not really comfortable talking about it. During the summer before freshman year, I was at the lowest point in my life. I gained a lot of weight, and I developed an eating disorder because of it, which I've been struggling for about three years. At this time, I also acquired some money and bought myself over $1,000 of women's clothing in hopes that I could force myself into being the girl that everyone wanted me to be. It's pretty obvious that it didn't work out as planned. After all, it was after a lot of soul-searching that summer when I realized that I was transmasculine. Going into freshman year, I'd gone back to using my dead name but with he-him pronouns due to it being gender-neutral. I had tried out a variety of other names over the course of the summer, including Lucia, Mikey, and Forrest, but none of them really felt like they were mine. I was still hardcore into my emo phase at the time, and I was a huge fan of the band Fall Out Boy. I really admired the lead singer, Patrick Stump, and I also didn't want my name to be of another culture of my siblings, so that's how I chose the name Patrick. My siblings are both have very Irish names, and I, fit, I thought that my name would fit in with my family's culture. The end of my freshman year was when things started to get better overall. It started when I got dumped by my second girlfriend. I was very reluctant to go out with her at the start because of what happened with my first girlfriend, but I waited too long with, to be with her and she moved on from me. I was completely devastated. The next day at school I was crying in the hallway and another student who I knew from my gym class came over to comfort me. 
That was when I met one of my closest friends, a loud black non-binary teen. When I finally calmed down a bit, she asked me for my name. When I decided on my new name, I wasn't sure if I would ever transition or if I would have to repress these feelings for the rest of my life. Everything seemed really dark and the breakup was just making everything worse. I had friends, but I wasn't close to any of them and felt very alone. The idea of coming out to this new person who I hardly knew was absolutely terrifying. I was able to tell her my name and she didn't even question it. She looked out for me, took care of me, and showed me what it was like to have a good friend. She even ate lunch with me for an entire week before I started to stay with her and her friends, who I'm still close to this day. She dragged me along to an improv group that I wound up really loving. There were other queer and trans kids my age there and they all respected my name and pronouns. Years later, I still don't know shit about acting and theater, but I liked being part of something bigger than myself. I even met one of my partners through that program. Now that my friend has graduated, I don't see her as often as I used to, but we still see each other sometimes during improv as well as her church's youth group. During my freshman year, I also came out to my family. My dad was hesitant in supporting me at first, but he's come around to it. He's honestly happy that I can just do all the masculine chores for him, like taking out the trash or mowing the lawn. My mother and grandmother to act supportive to my face, but are avidly against my transition. They don't hurt me or threaten to kick me out, so I guess I really can't complain because I know so many other LGBT people are treated much worse than I am. I'm very grateful that I don't have to worry about being disowned or put in physical danger. I've been out of school for almost eight months now, and no one really harasses me there, so I try to join my clubs or stay after school rather than dealing with people who don't really support me. My sister ignores me unless I, she asks me for candy or help on her homework. I'm not 100% sure what she thinks of me, but I don't spend enough time with her that it really matters. I spend much more time with my little brother, and he's really supportive. My parents both work a lot, so I babysit him, and he sees me as I am and looks up to me as his big brother. Transition was really hard in the beginning, but now the only real issue that regularly affects me is waiting for medical intervention. Being under 18 is a bit hard in that regard, but I'm starting testosterone in eight days. My sexuality, on the other hand, is an entirely different situation. I identify as an aromantic gay man, and that has taken me 16 years to get the confidence to say out loud. I've always personally been a fan of labels, but I've been less, less attracted to them as I've grown up. I don't want to get into the debate of whether or not A-spec and A-respec people are inherently LGBTQ, but I would like to take my opportunity to explain both my sexuality and my romantic attraction because they are both part of me and my story. Being aromantic is one does not experience romantic attraction. There are many different variants of this label, but it is commonly used as an umbrella term. I do prefer to just use the term in and of itself. I do experience platonic and sexual attraction, but I've never really seen myself as the type of person who wants a strictly romantic relationship. I really don't feel the need to have a lifelong romantic partner. I'm just as satisfied by other types of relationships such as queer platonic, BDSM, or just platonic. I have one partner at the moment who I care about very deeply, and it nothing will change that. As for sexual orientation, it's changed because of the experiences I've gone through. I have been sexually attracted to people of all genders in the past, but sexuality is a very fluid experience. As of right now, I am sexually attracted to men and all male-aligned slash masculine-presenting non-binary people. I'm fine with being friends with women and having emotional connections with them, but I don't really want to date them. The abuse I have suffered has completely changed the way I see my attraction to others, and the women who have hurt me are the only women that I have ever truly cared about. Throughout all my experience, my attraction to men has never 
have been effective. I still think about kissing and holding hands with boys, even like I did when I was a small child. Even though I have been abused by men as well, the events have taken toll on my mental health in different ways. These experiences taught me how to defend myself, stand up for others, and led me to connect with the one person who has never ever let my set. This person has been my friend for three years, and now we have been in a queer platonic relationship for over a year. I love them very dearly, and I'm so glad that something good can come out of something so bad. It is because of them that I wore a suit to prom last year. It is because of them that I learned of other relationships that fit my lifestyle and allow me to feel comfortable in my identity. It is because of them that I am okay with being polyamorous, and it is because of them that I am the man I am today. Despite all the good that has come into my life over the last few years, I still feel like I'm stuck in the closet. Only a few people know who I really am and it's suffocating sometimes, but I'd rather be closeted instead of everyone knowing the details of my abuse and the events that I had to go through. I wish I could feel freedom in my identity and hope that I one day can be. At a party a few months back, a boy I didn't know too well approached me and my friends. We weren't really close, and I only met him a few times over the years. As it turns out, he had recently come out as gay and had a boyfriend at the time that he was telling everyone about. I wasn't going to comment on the story because it's not mine to tell, but he told me that he was dating a transgender man whose birth name was the same as mine. His story hit a bit too close for home for me, and I was overwhelmed by the fact that a cis gay guy would date a trans guy and didn't need to feel the need to call himself bisexual. It really touched me, and we talked for almost an hour that night. I spent years of my life repressing my attraction for men. When I was living my life as female, I felt like I was lying to any man that I got close to, thinking that they only liked me for my feminine appearance. I was pretty, and I knew that that was the reason that men wanted me. My most significant example of this was my ex-boyfriend. As I mentioned before, I went through a bad break of freshman year. After being assaulted, I needed someone to rely on. It was the time I started seeing my ex-boyfriend, I had known him for a long time, but never really talked to him because we went to grammar school together. We, went, we both really liked each other, but eventually I stopped seeing him because he only saw me as female and I was uncomfortable with that. I, however, I did really like him and I could have seen myself dating him again. However, he is tragically heterosexual. That, is the, that wasn't the only time I felt insecure of my attraction to men, but it was one of the times that stings the most. At the beginning of my junior year, I met a cute boy in my marketing class. Even though he was straight, he was the first guy who I ever liked who knew me as male before deciding to hang out with me. This was what sparked all my recent sexuality struggle because I enjoyed being able to have crushes again. As a preaching girl, I watched a lot of guy and guy porn, but and due to this, I felt like a chaser. But I, I thought I'd be turning my back on the, on the LGBT community, and I shouldn't have been reading those stories because it was essentially the same thing as a straight guy liking girl on girl stuff. As a gay trans guy, I look back on this now and feel like I was so stupid back then, but at the time it took a lot out of me. I repressed these feelings and I didn't use my phone or computer for months on end. One night, I went back to the websites I used to visit and I was so filled with guilt that I couldn't find myself being physically attracted to girls anymore. It's hard even now imagining myself dating a girl because of what I've been through, and that's how I came to the conclusion that I have to live myself as a gay man so I can be truly happy. Um... I'm so glad that I can be out to some close friends and I can find my way to live myself as my true authentic self soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, showcasing and encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.